Welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast for Contractors. Get actionable advice and tactics on how to grow your home service company. Plus interviews with industry experts dropping value bombs in marketing, sales, and operations. And now, let's power up your home service biz with your host, Mark Ambrose of Battle Plan Marketing. All right. Hello, home service pros, and welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast, episode number 68. Today, we're going to talk about negative SEO attacks, what to look for, and what to do about them. We have a home services company client's website that's currently under attack, and so I thought we'd share some info about this topic. A negative SEO attack is the practice of using techniques that are intentionally trying to hurt the victim website by reducing or eliminating its rankings in Google, its traffic, its content, and lead flow. Right? So Google, of course, is constantly monitoring for these and other black hat, so-called quote-unquote black hat techniques. And they've come a long way to where most negative SEO attacks have very low success rates. And even if they are successful, they're often usually easily fixed. But these methods can and do still work and affect your rankings, traffic, and lead flow. So they need to be protected against and monitored for. So here are the most common negative SEO attacks and what you can do about them. First up and the most common is spammy links. Right? So links from other websites to your website also known as backlinks, are the number one ranking factor in Google, and SEO professionals have manipulated that fact ever since there was a Google. Right? In the old days, you could send a bunch of links from uh, networks of spammy, low-content, low-quality websites, mostly blog networks, and they would boost the target website's ranking ability. So links ruled, and they still do, but just not like that anymore. So Google recognized these manipulations, of course, and other black tactics and went after them over the years. And today, many algorithm updates later, Google now punishes sites that use these spammy link farms. For the most part, they ignore them, but if they feel like they're being manipulated, they will punish that site. So today, Google values links that come from websites with content, good content, traffic, topical expertise, and authority. And they dismiss links from spammy websites as having zero value at all. But if a flood of those spammy links come in continuously, then your site could be mistaken by Google for one that is trying to game the system. And the penalty for that is that they either reduce or remove you from the search results pages. And with that goes your traffic, your calls, and your lead forms. So those old spammy link forms that used to help rank sites, but no longer do, can now be used as weapons. And this is what's happening to our client site that I spoke about earlier. Their site's receiving a couple of links per day every single day from very spammy blog sites for several months now, since April. It's now October since I'm recording that. Eight, nine months of sending spammy links, which is costing them time, at the very least, if they own that blog network themselves, or time and money. So our client does dominate the search results page locally. So uh, he's got a competitor out there, as my guess, who doesn't like that and uh, trying to do something about it. 
It all started happening right after our client moved his business to the very neighboring city that he was in. And as I said, he'd been dominating the search results page for his services in the previous city where he was located, but now he's moved. And that move always results in a dip in rankings for a while. And we expected that while we get the business directories and citations corrected, some new site content up and local links established, right? So we expected a dip in rankings, traffic, and leads. So it actually was the perfect time to strike a negative SEO campaign. Because his team, our, us, were expecting that dip. So it would almost go unnoticed early on. Now, our client did not get a manual penalty, but the rankings for all of his services, for most of them, uh, did lag longer than we had expected after the move, which made us check everything, which in turn led us to the backlinks, which in turn revealed the attack. Now, attacks are mostly rare, so we got admittedly uh, caught off guard for a little while due to the circumstances of this particular case. But as soon as we saw the backlink profile, we knew what was happening, and it took about a solid day or so to screen, list, and disavow all those spammy links. Now, we've set up link alerts and brand mention alerts for this on uh, his and all of our clients' websites to catch these things as they're happening. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's review that. So what do you do about spammy backlinks, right? First, you protect your site from spammy links by using a tool like uh, we use Ahrefs to monitor new incoming links. So like I said, we've set up now alerts that will alert us every time a new link is gained for each site and a link is lost. And we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. So you set up a practice and then you set up a practice to check for new existing backlinks on a regular basis. So you go in and you check out those links, right? You want to see each and every one of them. And you want to look out for links from URLs that have a bunch of outgoing links, uh, but no incoming links, right? Now that could be a directory or something, so you just don't disregard them if that's the case, but that is a warning sign. Lots of links going out, nothing coming in. Right. Look out for links from sites with very low domain rating in Ahrefs. Look for links from sites that have low or no traffic or have nothing to do with your business, industry, or town. Not even related. Look out for links from spammy blog networks, especially blogspot.com. Right. So anything.blogspot.com. This is where pretty much about 90% of our clients' attack was coming from. So the blog networks. When you're in Ahrefs, you click on all the incoming links. Now, before you do that, make sure you have live virus protection software on your browser because many of these bogus sites will try to plant the malicious code on your site through your browser. So never click on a button. So first and foremost, have virus protection live before you start clicking on any links and bringing up sites. And then once you do bring up the sites, never click on a button or a pop-up on any of these sites, especially if they look a little spammy, right? So that's our rule. So check out the linking site URLs, go to it. Does it look like a real site? Scroll down to the footer, look there too. Is the whole site complete? What does it look like? Make your best judgment. Again, don't click on anything. And then uh, as you're identifying what looks like bogus sites, unrelated sites, you make a text file 
and you list one URL per line. So here's HTTPS <laughs> colon forward slash and, you know, the whole web address on one line, hit enter, put the next one on the next line, so on and so forth. If you're going to disavow the whole domain, like the whole domain looks in question, not just the one URL, the address, then on disavow list, you'll put the word domain followed by a colon without a space, and then put in the just the name of the domain. So for example, it would be domain colon yourwebsite.com, something like that. Not your website, <laughs> theirwebsite.com. All right, that example there, my bad. All right, so, uh, and then you'll make a, dis so this will be your disavow list when you're all done. You're going to go to Google Search Console in for your website property, and you're going to upload that and tell them, which tells them to ignore these links, right? So you can just Google, once you're logged into Google, you can just Google Google Search Console disavow, D-I-S-A-V-O-W, disavow, and you'll find a link to the Google Search Console disavow submission page, right? So this file will tell Google to ignore these links. It'll also tell Google that it's not you buying or sending these spammy links, right? And in case they've hit you with a manual action penalty, this eval list will help you get that lifted. You're telling them it's not you and please ignore these links. So this is something you should do regularly, right? You should not have many problems with negative SEO attacks, but if you are in a very competitive local market, you might find one of your competitors has an unscrupulous SEO and uh, you might find yourself under a link attack and now you know what to do about it. And it is that simple. You're just going to make a disavow list and upload it into Google Search Console and you're done. And that should relieve the problem pretty quickly. All right? I'll leave a link to Google's info on their disavow tool on the blog post transcription of this episode up on our website. All right, next tactic is link removal. So the first one was they're sending links to you. Neither this one is just as bad, maybe worse. This one, they're removing links, good links that are already linking to your site. And the way they do that is they run your site through software to identify your best, most valuable links. And then they contact those websites, oftentimes posing as someone from your company and asking them to remove the link. So you not only need to monitor links that are coming in to your site, but you need to monitor your existing links, your good ones, and set up alerts if any of them are removed or lost. And once again, you can do that in tools like Ahrefs. Okay? So what to do about link removal is if you notice it happening, it's to simply contact the webmaster there and inform them of the situation and that it wasn't you actually, and you'd like to have that link restored, please. That's simple. And that one may be more important than the spammy links, because again, Google will catch some spammy links usually, but they're not going to do anything about somebody unscrupulously removing your links. So you have to watch that. And those links are, you know, your good links are very, very valuable. They're helping you rank, getting your traffic, bringing your leads right? So watch that. Next up is content duplication, right? It's another tactic used where they copy and paste your content from your website, and then they paste it across many sites, usually, again, some bogus little blog network. And of course, Google doesn't like duplicate content because it gets confused, like whose content is original, right? And it may 
and usually will, penalize all sources by just simply not ranking any of those articles. So you might have had a great article ranking really well, and that's usually the ones they'll go after, uh, but they copied and pasted it, and now you might find, so if you find one of your pages like fading, you might want to use a tool like Copyscape to search for any copies of your content on the internet. So if you find any pages falling or disappearing altogether, I go into Google Search Console, of course, first look for any manual actions against you, but then go into a tool like Copyscape and put your URL in there and see if uh, somebody else is plagiarizing your content. Now, what to do about stolen content if you find it, right? So first and foremost, contact the website owner where the content is. Tell them that that's your content and they're in violation of copyright laws and please remove the content. Of course, thieves will ignore you, but most webmasters will not, and they will remove it if you show them proof that it's your content. With thieves, you're going to have to go one step further. You're going to look up what the company is hosting the website. So there are tools out there. You can just Google it. How do I find a host? Something like that. So you're going to find out who is hosting the website, who the hosting company is, and then you're going to email them and inform them of the situation. And for the most part, most hosting companies will then remove the content or shut down the entire site entirely. Now, if you can't resolve the issues with either of those tactics, then and only then should you also file a complaint, what they call a Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DMCA, so a copyright complaint with Google. And they have a special page all about it, so you can Google DMCA complaint with Google and you'll find it. We'll put a link in this, again, blog transcription of this episode as well on our blog. And after investigations, Google may disable all access to any content that violates copyright laws. Okay, next up is fake reviews and fake social media profiles. Spammers will sometimes create social media profiles in your brand's name and then send a flood of negative reviews to it. So what to do about that? Well, first and foremost, you should own your brand name on all the major social media channels, even if you don't use them. So go get your branded name and open an account on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. You should make custom graphics, go over to Fiverr.com or 99designs.com, hire an artist, make some graphics specific to each channel. So make them look good. You don't have to use them. You don't have to be very active on any of these channels, but you do need to go claim your brand name on them or somebody else might do it for you. And again, the spammy negative SEO attacks would be putting negative reviews on there. So go get your branded accounts. You might also want to use a reputation management software that scours the internet and looks for reviews about your company. And then, of course, respond to all reviews. If somebody has created fake social accounts, then contact the social platform with the facts that it's a fake account. It's not you. Be prepared to show proof. Going to have to jump through a lot of hoops, show who you are, who your company is. But eventually, you should be able to get that fake account taken down and all those fake reviews. Okay, last up is internal attacks. So all those we were talking about are external attacks, but your website is under attack every single day, multiple times per day. All of our client sites are under attack. Every website I've ever managed is under attack every single solitary day. People have nothing to do better than to create robots out there and try to attack websites. 
right? So what they do is they try to hack into your website and then they can do all kinds of things. They can delete all the content. They can alter content. They can alter content, obviously. They can alter content, maybe not so obviously, in alt tags and things like that. They can change the robots.txt file to tell the robots to ignore pages on the site or all bots from the site, you know, entirely. So internal attacks are another big thing, perhaps bigger. There's a lot more people, I believe, trying to hack into your site than there are trying to do negative SEO because Google's gotten better at identifying negative SEO, but only you can protect yourself from internal attacks. And the way to do that is to use very long, strong, mixed character passwords. No cheesy little passwords to get into your, you know, administration side of your website. Do not do that. Use a tool like LastPass or something like that to generate and securely store your passwords. So if you don't like trying to remember or write them down somewhere, then use a tool like LastPass. It integrates with your browser. It generates long character passwords, mixed character passwords, and then stores them in there so you can retrieve them when you're at the site. You also want to deploy two-step authentication to be able to access your website's admin section, right? So either with an authentication app or a text to your phone or something like that. Two-step authentication. Don't be able to just log right in and uh, that's not good. Also make sure that the users on the website truly need access, right? So clean up your user section. If you temporarily let people in and they're long gone now, and you know, remove that user. Just allow the users who need to be in there to be in there and make sure that they are using long, strong, mixed character passwords. And then of course, keep the site updated. So your CMS, your plugins, your themes, keep the site regularly updated, weekly, I would say at least. And then, of course, lastly, is to make sure you have automatic backups enabled for the site with your hosting company. So if you're not sure of that, contact them. For some companies, it's included. For others, it's an add-on service. And of course, you can install plugins that allow you to backup the site to Google Drive or Dropbox or others, but you should even have a backup to your backup. So I would suggest in addition to that, you've also got your hosting company making automatic daily backups available for like a month or so, and that those backups are stored on a different server, of course, because if the hosting company's server gets attacked, the backups need to be somewhere else, right? All right, so in summary, as if you didn't have enough to monitor and keep an eye on already in your daily business dealings, uh, negative SEO is yet another problem to keep an eye out for. And uh, again, if you're in a very competitive area, one of those competitors may have an unscrupulous SEO. These are tactics that worked for the benefit of websites not too long ago. So they're fresh in the minds of a lot of SEOs and some of those black hat guys have no problem attacking somebody. So keep an eye out for it. Set those alerts. Like we said, you might want to keep this handy if you find yourself, you know, bookmark this page if you want to, uh, or this podcast or YouTube episode in case you need it for future reference. All right, if you experience decreases in rankings or you've been hit with a manual penalty from Google, it may be due to a competitor playing dirty. So now you know how to fight back, get the penalty removed, and get back your rankings, traffic, and lead. All right, so I hope that helps some of you. Thanks for sharing your time and attention with us today. 
you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. If you're on YouTube, hit the button to help the algorithm like us and subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you get notified of future episodes. Feel free to share this episode on your social channels. Good luck out there and create a great day. Thanks for listening to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast. To power up your home service business, for show notes, visit battleplanmarketing slash podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share it on social. Until next time.